Late Lunch, tended by Ramsey Garden Centre. And Fastamai, good afternoon. Welcome to Late Lunch with me, Beth, H and Christy as well. And Christy, where are we? We are in the beautiful Bailey Scott Hall in Onken for another in our Village Hall series. Very excited to speak to everyone here. The, the hall is packed as usual at these events. Lots to tell you about. It's going to be absolutely brilliant. Lovely to have a couple of hours here, H. It is, and uh, I can see the biscuits downstairs. People up here, there's use for all sorts of stuff. We're going to find out more. We certainly are. So do stay with us here on Late Lunch. There's going to be loads of photographs and videos on the Manx Radio Facebook page. But first of all, we're going to start off with a tune just to get us in the mood. And here we go. That was fantastic. Luther Van Dross bringing us into Late Lunch. We're out and about yet again as it's so often the case these days, outside broadcast. And here we are up in sunny Yonkin. It really is sunny as look across the wall there. Sun's shining through. And if you look there, Beth, look at that. You see, you've got the hearts from the window there, from those lovely stained glass Aww, windows coming across and being on the wall. Really pretty, isn't it? Fantastic hall. Where are we again? We are in Onken at the wonderful Bailey Scott building. Um, and we're going to find out a little bit about the history of this building now. We're joined by Peter Corey. Peter, what's your association with the Onken Village Hall? Well, I'm here with two of my other two committee members. We've been on the hall committee since 1995 now, so it's 25 years uh, coming up in April next year. Um, Jonah, if you speak to Joan, she'll tell you more about how the committee was first started. So Joan Collins, have you been involved for a number of years as well then? The same uh, length of time as Peter um, and the committee was formed with Canon Bagley, he was here at the time and he was due to retire and his wife was the booking secretary so he wanted to leave the hall in good hands so I was the PCC secretary and Peter was the treasurer so he wanted us on and they wanted to know, uh, we, we found out um, prices of other halls because we weren't having many um, people using it at that time so we got different prices and we went on from there and we have done an awful lot we've done how many themed evenings about five or six well, themed evenings yes ra raising money, money has been a, a big issue for yeah. us um, and that's mainly for the, some of the restoration yeah. work yeah. well yes. we, we've had some I love this building it's yeah. fantastic okay. But it is sometimes a love-hate relationship because, you know, when you walk in, you find you've got dry rot. You have an awful lot to do, so we had to raise a lot of money. There was a public appeal actually started in 2003, which raised a lot of funds, uh, but that ran out in about 2009. Well, Peter has been very good to write to different people to get funds which they have, and he got grants for us, didn't you, Peter? We, 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 yeah. we had a couple of grants, the Government Arts yeah. Generous now, but yeah. uh, we did, but we, a lot of other charitable trusts and a, and a big thank you to the Max Lottery Trust who gave us 30,000 uh, and that's helped us to finish the hall oh, downstairs which you've seen, you see which it, is it fantastic. We saw some of the, the photographs that you sent us and it is just amazing what's been done here. And Elaine, you're the chair of uh, well, the I committee. Well, I am the chairman, but I'm also the booking secretary, which I've been doing that for 25 years as well. Um, it is like running a small business because we have people in every day of the week, in the daytime, in the evening. You'll meet some of the others, Stage One, Jackie Hawkes and Sonia Callan who are our biggest users of the hall and have been and she's been using this hall actually I think 
25 years as well for Jackie, yeah, probably. Yeah, a goodly number yeah, of years now, yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. so as chair, does that mean you're in charge then? Well, I like to think that <laughs> I am. <laughs> Maybe that's Peter that's in charge. This Peter that's just come in. Oh, Peter Kelly oh, is Peter in the building. Right well. yes. um, so lovely of you to have us here today. Thank you so much. We are going to hear much more about uh, what the hall is used for, a little bit about the history yes. of it as well. I can see Jeff Jepson has arrived in the building. We're looking forward to some uh, live music a little bit later. Excellent. But I think time for a Manx word of the day. Uh, all this week, the school children from Braddon have been giving us... Uh, a word in Manx that we have to try and yes, work it's out been in a English. Verb, hasn't it? Do, yeah. A doing word. A doing word. word. So I think we've had. Yes, we had. What do we have? We have had drinking, drinking. We've had crawling. Right. We've had crawling yesterday. That was a tricky one. I thought that was a tricky one. Yeah. Fooled a few people because it was swimming and sort of crawling. But they're all doing words. Something that you do every day. Some of the words are very short, and some of them don't seem associated at all with what you actually might think the action is. So well, that's helpful. I can't say, well, I can't say more than that. Okay, uh, let's no hear clues, the word though. now. We're just going to give you one chance to hear it now. There will be another couple of chances uh, throughout the programme. Everybody who gets the right answer and sends it into to 167 goes into the draw and we're going to be giving away a Manx Radio water bottle a little bit later in this hour. But this is today's word. The Manx word of the day is... Gee! Oh. What is it? Gee? Gee. Gee? Gee. Does anybody know what gee in Manx, in Manx means? No. Gee? No, no, no. Shaking we're heads all round here. Shaking of heads? No. Okay, no, well no, if you think you, you know what it is, it ends in an ing... Okay, it might be, is it, I don't know, something that we all do? Is gee, it the only ghee I know is the sort of the, you know, the butter you put into Indian dishes, clarified okay. butter. That's ghee. Okay, let's hear it again. The Manx word of the day is... Ghee! does sound like ghee. How do you spell ghee. it? Is it G-double-E? It is G-double-E, I believe, yeah. Right, so G for it sounds. garden, E for... Eric. And E for elephant. Ernie. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you know what that means? One double six, one double seven, and you will go into the I don't the know whether that's an instruction to me. If it is, I'm taking it to heart, leaning back in the chair downstairs. I've managed to prize Beth away from the biscuits, so it's good news all round. Well, I didn't steal one just in case they weren't meant for us, so I was very good. Could have been for Taylor Swift, of course. Could have been, yes. It's late lunch, live from Onken Village Hall this afternoon as we continue our Village Hall series. Um, we have got the Manx word of the day going, though, as well. The school children from Braddon have been providing us with words all this week if you know the answer to this then you will go into the draw and you could win a manx radio collectible water bottle let's remind ourselves of the word the manx word of the day is okay so it's g double e what does it mean in english one double six one double seven well done to dell in andreas who's got the right answer so far Oh, well, that's pretty good going there, because it's a tricky one. I think some of them have been, they started off easier, and as the week's gone on, they've got more difficult, more challenging, I reckon. So it's uh, well done if you're getting it right. OK, still time to get into that draw, but we've moved downstairs. It's a little bit quieter down here. We have. It's lovely. And you come down to this basement room, and I'm sure a lot of people come into the main hall and recognise that gorgeous hall upstairs. Some people might never venture down to these lower, into the bowels of the building, all beautifully done up now. And we're sitting in the corner of this fantastic function room, set up this lovely old sort of fireplaces in the corner again. We'll ask in a moment to see if they still go. They look like they're real, don't they? They, they might really still go do, for all yeah. I can do. And uh, we're joined by Keith Watson and also a Peter Kelly here. And uh, Keith, um, Onken Heritage, you've been meeting here for well, how long? Decades? Years? <laughs> Centuries? <laughs> no, s since just after 1986, in the late 80s. Yep. Um, Friends of Onken's Heritage was formed after the year of heritage in 1986. Um, there'd been a committee set up by the commissioners in 1985 
to go into the year of heritage and after that had happened the commissioners were good, going to disband the committee but Karen Corkle the school teacher who was on the committee said well heritage doesn't stop you know let's continue on so to enable members to come along they formed the Friends of Onkins Heritage I wasn't involved in those days though but going from strength to strength now Yes, we meet every other month, um, especially throughout the winter. We try and get a couple of outside events in the summer, but uh, in the winter months we go right throughout the winter every other month and we always try and keep the topic of our speaker or slideshow or whatever to an Onken-related subject. Not always, but we try to, yeah. And the village does have a real, because we've spoken about this before, Beth, I think we've done a couple of things on Tammy Ginders and a couple of other programmes. It's got such an incredibly rich heritage in many ways for, for what is a, a relatively small space. Yes, it, it is really, a, you know, the old Onken village is a small area. Obviously, the village now has expanded a lot with the likes of Ballacurry and Birch Hill, Lakeside Gardens. But um, we're very fortunate. We always get a good attendance, usually about 40 people to a, a winter's evening meeting, which is good. And Peter Kelly is captain of the parish of Onken and also a trustee of the hall. And just before we came on air, Peter, Howard said, um, do you remember the first time you walked into this hall? And you've got quite a long memory of it. I've got a long memory. <laughs> um, well, yes, I can recall as, as a very small child being brought here by my mother, um, and we had to come down the steps on the outside and in through the back door into this very room. And this very room on a Friday was used uh, by the district nurse as a clinic. And here you would come with your coupons and get your concentrated orange juice and also your cod liver oil. I have to say I preferred the orange juice. <laughs> Cod liver oil was pretty awful. So that's my earliest memory um, of coming to the hall. I also came to the Christmas party um, not long after I'd started school, and the Onken branch of the British Legion held a Christmas party for the children of those who had served in the war. Uh, my, my father was actually a Japanese prisoner of war, and we had a ticket and we came, my cousin Margaret came as well, and um, we had a bit of a problem because we were upstairs in the hall and then downstairs they had a, a film show and we went out to go to the toilet, but the man on the door wouldn't let us back in. So I have this terrible memory. Uh, and then once I was eight, well actually I was eight and a half, I joined the Cubs and we were upstairs playing uh, throwing balls which broke some of the stained glass I'm fairly certain in the doors <laughs> of which I've made recompense since <laughs> and um, yeah it's, it's been a happy time and, and it's been a center for the for the village for many uh, clubs and societies and I was just thinking I think someone else is having to go upstairs running around now it's having to go at the uh, at the windows as well I was thinking with you you're saying about your memory more recently I wouldn't mind betting I think those who have been listening to Manx Radio for a few years will remember Kelly's Eye you must have been here doing Kelly's Eye at some stage uh, with David yes, Collister we've done Kelly's Eye from here um, can't tell you when I mean we did, <laughs> we did a thousand programs yeah. it, it went on for 20 years and four months so yes it was certainly included at some point yeah and being such a significant piece of Bailey Scott architecture with your Victorian hat on, if I can put it that way, I mean, it it's truly is an important piece of the heritage. Well, it is, and the Alman Victorian Society, who meet elsewhere, purely because of numbers and the hall is not big enough, um, we have been here a couple of times. We had a Victorian fashion show uh, in the hall that was with Daphne Corliss that included underwear. 
uh, and one of the poor girls had bloomers on with a trapdoor at the back, and as, as she turned to go back up the stage, Daphne said, now open the trapdoor, she wouldn't, I don't blame her. <laughs> It More memories, better, like, it? Yes, it really does. Uh, this is Late Lunch, live from Onken Hall this afternoon. We're going to be talking much more to the people uh, who use this hall and talking again about the funding, which is so vital uh, to keep this piece of heritage alive. But we're also joined by Jeff Jepson, who we're going to talk to in more detail later. But Jeff, you've agreed to play for us. I have, yes. And you're eagerly quite e <laughs> eagerly, yeah. Um, you, you come here quite often. Um, well, I actually did a gig here. Um, I was just looking through my events calendar. It was amazingly like three years ago. It feels like last week because um, my band and I have played in a lot of the little village halls around the island um, and we had one here yeah in like 2016 and it was a beauty I realize that just sounded like a really dodgy chat up line there sorry <laughs> uh, Jeff what are you going to sing for us now I'm going to sing a song called here comes trouble well, that's quite apt as well uh, take it away you can see the video on the Manx radio Facebook page Oh! 
the siren song to avoid Better prepare yourself for the storm that's coming ashore Jeff Jepson, wow, that was incredible. I'm in total awe of people who can just stand in a room no matter where you are and perform like that. We're going to be hearing much more from Jeff a little bit later. Uh, This is Late Lunch. We'll be back just after this. The Manx word of the day is... Ah, super trooper, yeah, one of my favourites. And Beth has been silently dancing around the floor to that one, much to the amazement of everyone else, who, of course, can't actually hear the music here, so it does look like a silent disco going on. It is weird, you can't help it, can you? We are live uh, from Onken Hall this afternoon. It is the Late Lunch Village Hall series, and uh, let's just put everybody's uh, mind at rest with the Manx word of the day. What are you going to say out of the misery then for a moment? (laughs) Uh, Something like that. We've got quite a few people who've got the right answer, actually. More than I thought. Yeah, Ryan Kelly's got the right answer. Well done to you. You've gone into the draw. Um, Helen's got it right as well. And uh, Richard got it right. Who else has got it right? Oh, Lynn and Sylvie thought it meant uh, turn right. Turn right? Yeah, that would have been okay. an interesting one. But no, yeah, Lynn, a, that wasn't right. That's a good call. I mean, not right. No, not right. Very good. Oh, not right. Yeah, Let's hear what the answer was. The Manx word of the day is... Gee! Which means... Eating. Eating. We have learnt a lot this week, I think, haven't we? I think we're doing pretty well. Um, We've almost got a sentence together. I know, it'll be a bit of a weird sentence. That'll keep uh, us going for a week or two in speaking Manx. Uh, Everybody who got the right answer throughout the week for the Manx Word of the Day has gone into the draw, and somebody now is going to win a Manx Radio water bottle. Can we have an ooh from the crowd, please? Excitement, man. That wasn't even rehearsed. Amazing. (laughs) Okay, so... I'm quite excited myself now after that. (laughs) (laughs) The winner of the water bottle this week is Grace, age 10, who got the right answer yesterday. And she was on her way to the airport, do you remember? With her sister Olivia, I think it was, to go to Liverpool for Olivia's birthday. So well done, Grace. Where they will be. Right now. Eating. Oh, yeah, they will be eating. They won't have heard that they've won, but they will on their return. Um, So we are learning a lot about the history and heritage of Onken Village Hall. And I'm just going to talk to Elaine again, chair of uh, the committee here. Just give us a rundown of some of the people who use the hall, Elaine, to put you on the spot. Okay. Um, I'll just walk through the door. Jackie Hawkes and Stage One Drama. We also have uh, pantomime rehearsals, which Sonia Callan usually uh, organises. We have a badminton club. We have Mother's Union from the church. We have Ladies' Fellowship from the church. Onken Heritage. Um, and we've just taken wow. on... Sorry? Yeah, Pilates. Yeah. And we've just taken on some new groups, uh, two of which are mums and toddler groups. Uh, moo music, twice a week. On Sorry, did you say moo music? Moo music, yeah, okay. so it's farm-based yeah. activities. Oh. So that's Tuesday, Thursday morning. Also singing Joe and Co, uh, who go around the various schools. So she's in on a Monday. And we're hoping, I think they're going to take it up, we're having a group in this hall, this lower hall, uh, a Bulgarian group who want to continue their culture for their children who were born on the island, who speak English, but they're wanting them to learn Bulgarian and to keep up their traditions. So they're hoping to start a week on Sunday. What a great yeah. example of a community and space. And so lots of birthday parties. Oh, yeah. lots of I like the moo music. I, moo I can see you doing the moo music can as well. You? Wendy Thank McDowell's you. here as well. And uh, Wendy, hello, hello, hello lovely hello. to see you. Your association with the hall must go back oh, a few years. Quite a few. <laughs> Probably since I was married, about 57 years ago, something like that. But um, lots with the Sunday school and rehearsing the children for the anniversary and so on. 
but um, latterly uh, entertainments, various entertainments to raise funds for uh, the upkeep and the uh, res restoration, because I absolutely love this building. I just adore this building. And what the committee have done over the years to restore it is just absolutely amazing. I mean, I remember this room with the old fireplace and, uh, well, I think it, it, it was just about, sorry, Joan, you'd remember it more. Well, Ladies Fellowship used to be down here and also the PCC meetings as well. And there was a very old fireplace and the gas thing. We used to have to put a shilling in the meter and it was quite cold as well. But now it's lovely, this restoration, it's beautiful. And this is the last bit of restoration, yeah. I yeah. think, of it. But, you, you know, you, you can see from the whole building. I mean, it's just absolutely wonderful, I think, and needs to be retained. But the committee over the years working hard, because, of course, being a listed building, everything costs so much more. And uh, th so they have needed funds, and uh, the committee have organised th special themed evenings, you know, and we've had such fun, have we not? Yes. Uh, we've had French evenings, Italian evenings, Spanish evenings, Manx evenings, you name it, yes. themed evenings. And then I sort of managed to get some people together to entertain. And um, this is what we've done over the years, for a long number of years now, I think. And hopefully it's helped to... Um, put all the beauty back into the building. So. And that's the thing, because it's such an iconic building, you yeah. can't really imagine Onken without St Peter's it's Hall here. It's, it's really the centre of Onken village, if you like, mm -hmm. isn't it? It's, it's part of us, and I hope it'll continue to be used as part of on Onken village, because uh, it used to be the, known as the parish hall, but I think it's known as the... Is it the parish hall now? Yeah. Oh, it's a bit controversial, this one. We'll speak to him in a moment, actually. He will give the definitive answer. And Elaine, I was going to ask you if anyone's listening and they'd, they'd like to use the building, but I'm not sure there's any space left, is there? Well, I could, I'm sure we could find some space for some people, you know, whoever, yes, yep, definitely they can contact me on uh, 41669, my mobile, and uh, yes, I would try and fit them in if I could. Wonderful. Lots more to talk about. It is just coming up to around 10 to 2. We'll be back just after this. And that, Beth, was Jack Sabaretti and... Sigma. You're it's right. our record of the week. It's a, it's a grower. Yeah, we keep saying it. It wasn't Camilla Buckerville's. I thought it was, but you said it wasn't. No. no. Uh, this is Late Lunch, live from St Peter's Hall in Onkham. We're going to have the discussion about whether it's a parish or village hall a little bit later. Uh, you, you don't want to be stirring it. I am a little bit. We haven't had our biscuits yet. I am a little bit. Um, but we're going to talk to another Onkham boy now, Dave Kilgallen. Do you remember having a party here as a nipper? Oh, definitely, yeah, when I was younger. Um, and also had a party just a couple of years ago when I wasn't so much of a nipper. A bigger nipper. <laughs> yeah, a bigger one, yeah. <laughs> but we keep hearing about just what a pivotal point of the community this is. And as somebody who's grown up in Onken, is that true? Oh, definitely. And, you know, I, I always remember it from an early age as well, coming here for, for events. But just the, the building itself, the architecture is on loads of postcards, and that's something that's very dear to me. And um, every time I've, I've been looking for a hall, this is always the first place I come to because... Um, we've had we've had Mechlear play here. We've had birthdays. We've had all sorts of things and rehearsal space. Um, it's great. It's got everything you need, you know. And I'm 
but it's it's so busy, you know. And Elaine, when I speak to Elaine, she says, "Sorry, you can't have that oh, night. Yes. Someone else is might be able to squeeze you in." Oh, Elaine. <laughs> um, but we're going to talk about something that uh, you're very involved with, which is coming up not so far away. We have to mention the C word, don't we? Yeah, I know it's um, it's Christmas, I'm afraid. But no, it's uh, well, we like to think of Manannan's Winterfest as the as the beginning of, of the Christmas, as the festive season, really. Um, and uh, last year was our first year. We had um, a really good turnout for that, and um, and it was just it was just really magical getting loads of musicians and dancers and performers together, um, and and just and just kicking off the festive season. It, it was it was lovely, and we're doing it all over again. So what's happening this year? Well, this year we have um, we have some some traditions that we're repeating. Um, Alexandra Slate is coming back to sing for us again, and uh, Kate Dowman, an operatic um, opera singer, um, and she also has her own album as well. Um, so she's coming over to sing. Uh, May Chalice is coming as well, so she's doing a few uh, more popular um, numbers, and uh, Concert Brass um, alongside the Balakotia School Choir. Um, it's going to be a lot of people on stage, but it's going to sound and look really impressive. Terrific. And a sort of mixed bag of music going out, so you get a mixed audience as well, it attracts all sorts. Definitely, yeah. Uh, and I, th you know, I think that's what the gaiety, to me, is all about, really. Mm. You know, I think... Um, I think we're very good at, uh, at doing our own uh, our own things on the Isle of Man, but when you mix it all together, I think that doesn't come along that often. So the Gaiety, to me, is a perfect place for that. So it's at the Gaiety. When is it? It's on the 5th of December, which is a Thursday night. Um, and... Uh, yeah, that's yeah, 5th of December. I love the fact we're on. talking about, and there's all these bangs and thumps coming oh, no, yeah. from upstairs. Yeah, don't worry, mums the builders aren't still in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Goodness me, what the are tots, they doing? I don't know whether it's the tots or the mums, but they're, uh, yeah, they're very lively, very lively, uh, which is where, a good sign. Where can people get tickets from? So that's on villagaiety.com, um, and you just, yeah, just go onto the booking system there, or phone up, I think you can do the old-fashioned way. So. Quite right. You can hold your poster up. We've got oh. a, a video hey, running here, so there's a poster detailing everything that's happening. Were you playing as well? I'm um, playing yeah, um, as part of the house band here so uh, Malcolm Stitt and the Lawrences which many people uh, do know and of course we've got the wonderful Dot, Dot Tilbury, Tilbury. Um, You can't have Christmas without Dot Tilbury Well you, you can't really, you know and uh, and, sh and she'll be sort of introducing the Michael players to do a play um, and we've got uh, Trinity Academy of Irish Dance and Rebecca Cool um, and of course the wonderful Gareth Moore um, who lots of people know so it's going to be a, a packed stage Wonderful, Dave. Thanks so much for popping in to tell us about that. That's Thursday, December the 5th at the Gaiety Theatre. Absolutely. So, and uh, but we've got just time to ask Peter again a question about the fires, because I was Go thinking, yeah, okay, we so looked at these marvellous fires we cross over here, and I was merely going to say, we were saying that they've done all these halls again. Are these fantastic old fireplaces actually workable now, are they? Does anyone know uh, around these? Well, no. When we did a bit of renovation work, there's actually a slate ah. set in with holes drilled through, so it, it'll ventilate. But I think if you lit a fire, there there'll be more smoke coming into the room than going up the chimney <laughs> and it's it's a damn nuisance for father christmas when it comes down you know? it <laughs> is and to be fair beth if you look at them they're quite small fireplaces yeah. i suppose on the scale of things so you wouldn't want to have to have yeah, too unless many you want to be you could be father christmas i mean if you were father christmas you could probably just about to get down that space i'd imagine there's a few issues with that which we won't go into now but uh this is late lunch live from saint peter's hall in onkin we're going to have the parish or village debate after two o'clock and we're also going to be talking to some of the other people who use this hall including the mums and tots group upstairs yep. and, and jackie Hawk as well i know what are they, they are doing busy. do you think they're fighting for biscuits you're going to be joining the scrum soon they're on a little tractor that's what it is oh, was that 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 is? oh you had a go at that did. didn't you oh bless you so check out all the photographs and videos there on the manx radio facebook page the news is coming up next
It's Edwin Collins on Manx Radio, and this is Late Lunch Live from Onken. Why are you laughing at me? I wasn't laughing, just smiling. I was just being happy. That's what it's oh, all is that about. What you were? Yeah, we're oh, here right. at Onken Village Hall. The sun is out. It's a lovely day. It's a busy <laughs> place here. What's not to smile about? Okay, your smile scared me, oh. just so you know. Well, that's great. Uh, news, it's isn't Beth it? Howard and Christy here. If you go to the Manx Radio Facebook page, you'll be able to see some of the video and photographs that Christy has been taking over the past hour. Still so much to talk about. Um, and I think something was mentioned just before the news about. Uh, some of the people who use the hall and Jackie Hawkes and Sonia Callan are with us and uh, stage one drama how many children do you reckon you've seen through this hall oh my goodness I <laughs> often think about trying to count them up but we've been running for 26 years we started with just 10 but we did grow up to 170 so I think we're into thousands aren't we and what makes it such a good space Jackie Oh, it's, I mean, it's just perfect, and even more so now that we have the extra room down here. Um, and what the little ones really love is the stage. You know, it's, can we go on the stage? And that's a lovely thing to do with them, to stand up, let them project their voices out to the back of the hall. Um, and they really feel that it's a proper performance space. That's what H said, actually, as soon as we came in, didn't you? It is, yeah, it does feel that. It Can does I go feel on that stage? Way. Can I go on stage, yeah. yeah. Get on the stage with some of the kids' toys and just whiz along and make a lot of noise. But it, it's, it's a great way to learn, though, isn't it? Because I don't know, I didn't learn that when Sonia, you've been obviously treading the boards for years or something. Do you have any training like that? Or do you think it's wonderful to be able for, for kids to be able to start out from an early age training up like this? Oh, definitely, yeah. I think, um, as Jackie was saying, they, they love the fact there is a stage and they migrate towards it, the gravity <laughs> some, some that leads towards the stage. And uh, we have, in fact, done some um, concerts here for the hall, to, to raise, help raise funds for the hall. And that's been a really good experience because we rehearse on the stage, we clear it. Sometimes Peter has made a little set. And, uh, and it, it's, yeah, it's, it's a sense of occasion as well that comes with the hall. And what sort of ages do you actually get coming along to stage one? We start from re uh, reception, school reception, and then up to um, 18, yeah. So it's the whole full spectrum of school ages. And Jackie, is there any room at stage one at the moment? Well, yes, we never turn people away. You sound so like Elaine, who does the booking <laughs> here. <laughs> um, we are busy, but we, we do have spaces in quite a few classes. We run uh, drama classes during the week on Wednesday and Thursdays after school and musical theatre classes. Our senior one is on a Tuesday evening, but all of the other classes are from four up to 13 years of age, 14 possibly, are on Saturdays. So yeah, we wouldn't turn anybody away. And in those 20 plus years that you've been going, presumably you've seen people who've started here and gone on to carry on with this sort of thing in their careers. Well, yes, you're absolutely right. Sorry, I didn't mean it like that. Well, you know what I meant. Uh, I yeah, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. So, um, of course, probably the most well-known is Samantha Barks. Oh, I think I've heard of her. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, so Sam joined us when she was about 13 yeah. for musical yeah. theatre. Of course, she wasn't here too long before she got into arts ed at 16 years of age and the rest is history isn't it but uh, along with Sam the, there are a few more that uh, are making a name for themselves um, Matt Cannell now Matt Chase is yeah. it Matt Chase yeah. uh, who is going to be starring in Peter Pan back here at the Gaiety at Christmas um, young Ben Caron started with us at eight years of age yeah. I think 
and Georgia as well. Georgia, Georgia Maddox. Yeah. yeah. So how wonderful to be part of that. Oh, it is. It, it really is very special. Of course, it's not only about producing the stars of the future. In fact, it's far from that. It's really the, the lessons are designed to give the young people confidence. And, you know, there are so many people that I meet now as adults who tell me that that's exactly what happened. And probably the best story to share is about a young man who is actually a doctor. And I was at A&E late one night with my dad, and I didn't even know he'd gone into medicine. But I saw him, and I thought, oh, I hope, I hope he comes our way. But he didn't. But when we were leaving, I said, um, good evening, Roger. And he turned, and I said, oh, you don't remember me? And he said, I do. Hmm. You were my speech and drama teacher, and I just want to thank you for everything you ever did. That was great, great story. How wonderful. Oh, it's fantastic when you get something like this. And do you think you've seen an increase? Because it seems to me that, you know, when I was growing up, not that many people did drama at a young age now. Now there seems to be a really massive interest from an early age for so many children to actually take up drama. What do you think's driven that? Uh, I think it's a mixture of things. Um, People, like, we started the... um, musical theatre class and there wasn't that type of class at the time um, you could go and do everything separately so all of a sudden children had another thing to go to and then um, production companies started doing shows that included more children and then they started putting on more children shows and um, myself doing the pantomimes you know we'd have a lot of children in which then led them to want to go and do more training and so it's just grown and grown and grown and how brilliant that stage one is here jackie if anybody wants to find out more how do they find you well they can contact us we have a facebook page we have a website stage one drama.com and telephone number four five two six double three wonderful jackie sonia so lovely to see you this afternoon thanks for popping Thank you. in i feel like we're you hosting did drama. It. you did drama didn't you i did yeah yeah, yeah. Can you, you, go to stage, you went to stage one, did you know? I didn't, no, oh, okay. no. Probably would have been better if I had. Well, anyway. true. Yeah. Too late um, now. You know how it's Friday? I do. I think we should have a song about being Monday. <laughs> the Bangles You're with right, Manic Monday. Mon- You're just looking forward to the next week already. I it's am, too fast. I am, it's too fast. I, am. I do like that song, though. But what would it be? Frantic Friday. We could have changed the words, maybe. But Frantic anyway. Friday. Do you know what yeah, we're going to go do? Head upstairs. We are going to head upstairs. Right. Uh, it's late lunch on Manx Radio, live from Onkin this afternoon. We're going to go and brave the Mums and Tots group. You're going to wrestle some toddler to the ground to get a biscuit. And we're also <laughs> going to have some live music <laughs> from the stage. We'll be back after this. It's Mika on Manx Radio with So Beautiful. We are live from... Oh, you told me it was Mika. I think it was James Morrison, actually. Um, It is... um, (laughs) I have no idea. See, I've just been too busy watching Howard playing with Play-Doh. We have lost him in the Mums and Tots group. Well, I'm down at the table here, yeah. I mean, it's it's all go and you can't beat Play-Doh, can you? You cannot beat Play-Doh. It's just a very satisfying thing to play with, to make Um, things with. and... And that smell. That yes. great Play-Doh smell. It's just yeah. wonderful. And it's okay. sort of, there's Play-Doh in every colour here. And there's all sorts of there's little presses and there's, um, and you can make flowers. And I was thinking of making a Play-Doh kangaroo. Well, you do that. And I'll speak to Jill Dugdale, who's the leader of the Mums and Tots group here at Onken. And what a busy place this is, Jill. It's not as busy as it used to be. Really? Yeah. How long have you been involved? 19 years. Wow, and it's just great, isn't it, to have a safe space for people to bring their children, especially on a Friday afternoon. It's sometimes difficult to know what to do with them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. This is where they come to chill out. They call this their chill afternoon. 
We don't do anything really constructive, you know, they just want to, children to play and mums to freak. Yeah, and it's great to be able to have a cup of tea and a biscuit as well. Is that on offer here? Oh, yes. Tea, coffee, juice, whatever. Brilliant. And so is this open to just people in Onken or is anybody welcome? Oh, no, everybody's welcome. And so what are the times that it runs on a Friday? Uh, 1.15 to 3. Fantastic. Jill, um, I think we really have lost Howard now. How's no, he doing with I have the, actually uh, done a look. If you look now... A very, very good. Star. Wow, that's and incredible. And a flower and a fish and I'm just finishing off my kangaroo. Right, okay. Can we pull you away from that for a moment? Oh, go on then. Okay, just leave that there. You're impressed then, aren't you? I mean, I'm slightly impressed. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you didn't get any help at all, I'm sure. No help okay. at all, no. It was all my own work, wasn't it? It was all my own work, yep. I can't believe how busy this place is. It's absolutely Hive incredible. Of activity. Let's talk to, to Ruth Kelly here now. Now, Ruth, you're here for a very special reason. Um, tell us about it. Well, I'm here on behalf of the Alabama Victorian Society, and we have great pleasure in presenting a cheque for the hall for its ongoing restoration. A, a door in particular is what we're paying for. But uh, I'd like to hand this over to Peter, Peter Corey, on behalf of the Victorian Society. And uh, That's great. great. Thank you, Ruth. That's that. just what we need. You know, the more the better. But it, what this money has helped us to do is to restore some of the original features of the hall. A lot of it's been about repairs, but where we've been able to, with the great help of Peter Kelly, who's given us a lot of advice on the background to the, the building, um, we've replaced some old sort of 1950s replacement doors with the, the proper wooden doors, you know, that, as they were, and as you can see around the hall. How wonderful. So, uh, so Ruth, how was that money raised? That money basically is raised by us running the camera obscura up on Douglas Head. So we have a band of volunteers who do that during the summer season and um, we have a kitty which has funds in it for similar projects like this. So um, we have actually used the hall on a number of occasions. We had a fashion show in here some years back with the late Daphne Corlett. And you were hearing about that earlier You were hearing actually, about yes. that, were you? Yes. <laughs> and, uh, also, we celebrated a 150th anniversary dinner here. Uh, we've tried to utilise the hall as much as we can because we love the atmosphere in here. As you can see, it's a brilliant atmosphere. And generations like these children that you're hearing in the background yeah. can grow up and appreciate. Absolutely. And, yeah. and I think that the money as well, you were saying, it's, it is an ongoing work with the restoration. Oh, there's always something well, going Well, the, the major part of the restoration has now been finished. But there's always some things that need doing. Like, for instance, in the hall, we need to spend about three and a half thousand on refurbishment to some of the stained glass windows just to make sure they're safe and all that sort of thing. So there's always a need for money. We've got a bit of wet rot in the porch as well. But fortunately, there are things that are now contained that we can keep on top of now we've got the main work done. How wonderful. And that £700 will go some way to assist him with that. Ruth Kelly, thank you so much. Lovely to be part of that this afternoon. It is, isn't it? And you now, can hear the, just how, how lively it's been I know, here. Wow. I tell you, um, it's going to get even livelier in a moment Excellent. because Jeff Jepson is on the stage here in the main hall. He's I'm going to try man. and get up there as well. I'm, I'm just going to... Do you want to shove? No, you can do oh it. Oh my goodness me. Right, I hope this isn't on video. Oh good, it is. Wonderful. Great. I would have done that slightly more gracefully. That was very, I know. Uh, uh, hey Jeff, how, how, how are you doing? Um, good moves getting on stage. Thank you, thank you. Uh, you've got some events coming up? Uh, we've got a big uh, Christmas charity gig that I've been doing with uh, our good friends in Truman Falls. 
so this is our fourth year of doing it. It's at St Ninian's Church in Douglas, and it's on Friday the 13th of December. So it's a lovely kind of Christmas extravaganza, and we're raising money for Gry, the homelessness charity on the Isle of Man. Fantastic. And you have agreed very kindly to sing for us on the main stage. I don't think the toddlers know what's going to happen yet, but what are you going to no, sing for us now? This will be a new audience, will <laughs> I know, it really will. Uh, it's a song called Test You Out, which seems appropriate. <laughs> <It> really does. <laughs> Jeff Jepson. It's the worst crowds. So. <laughs> Let's hope you don't get booed off stage. No, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Uh, Jeff Jepson, take it away. I'll do just so we know if this game we play is worth throwing everything we know away before you decide to be free. Why don't you test yourself with me? Can we have a taste before we dive into the frying pan? loved it and there's look you've got some groupies you have got some groupies and one of them's got a little harmonica how brilliant oh jeff jepson absolutely fantastic thank Thank you you so much it's a pleasure it's a pleasure brilliant how do you follow that then that's not an easy act to follow that one is it listen listen. hang on 
keep oh. going. Oh. oh, that was brilliant harmonica so playing there in the background. Top oh. work, top work. Uh, this is Late Lunch live from Onken here on Manx Radio. And in a moment, H, we are going to have the Village Hall Parish Hall debate. You oh, ready? you started this one, didn't I know. you? You started this realistically, yeah. We'll be back after this. That is Tattoo here on Late Lunch on Manx Radio. All the things she said. I'm confident I've got the right uh, group and right song title there. Unlike oh. earlier, can I just tell you what happened? I don't like to dob people in, but I'm going to. You are going to, yeah. So, um, Alex Brindley is very kindly pushing the buttons for us back at Broadcasting House. And because we're having so many conversations here, I wasn't actively listening to the song that was playing. So, of course, asked Alex, who was that artist? He gave me the wrong one. Oh, on honestly. Purpose. Honestly. Yeah. You need to be working with professionals. I know, right? I wish there were some around here. The only professional I can find is Chrissy Dehaven, but I'm going to come <laughs> over here now because I reckon she's just shoved a biscuit in her mouth. Thank you. I've literally just finished eating one. That was good timing. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Very good. And better still, the tea's arrived. The tea has arrived. The, the tea has arrived. Yeah, mm-hmm. tea and biscuits. It's time for the debate then. Are we ready? The Parish Hall, Village Hall debate. Would you like to stick your neck on the line, Chrissy Dehaven, and say what you think uh, this hall here should be called? Oh, no, I couldn't possibly do that because Peter Kelly's sitting in the corner and he knows the right answer and I know that he'd get very angry if I said the wrong thing. <laughs> I love the fact he's looking around as he can't actually quite hear us. Let's go and have a chat with Peter then. Let's go. Um, oh, he's got the Peter tea. Kelly, got the enjoying idea. tea and a biscuit. You haven't got your mouth full right now? No. Good. Um, we were talking earlier about whether we should refer to this as a village hall or a parish hall. Can you give us the definitive answer, please? Yes. Would you like <laughs> Okay. Right, we'll move on. Right, okay. Back in 1895, it was decided that Onken needed a village hall. It also needed a bigger Sunday school. The Sunday school was in what's now called Welsh House. So they set to, they had a big bazaar in the grounds at Government House. They raised £800, this is 1895, in, uh, in one day. And they started to build a combined village hall and Sunday school and when it opened was opened by the lieutenant governor it was the village hall and it remained the village hall the trustees were the captain of the parish and the vicar and then um, they never had enough money to cover it the the builder had built it but they still owed money so then St Peter's Church uh, chipped in and at that point the wardens also became uh, trustee but it remained as the village hall until Canon Duffield, who decided to call it St. Peter's Hall. Um, and so he named it St. Peter's Hall. When Canon Bagley came along, he didn't want it to be St. Peter's Hall because it didn't and still doesn't belong to the church. So he called it the parish hall. But us old and awkward buggers <laughs> still call Apologies it for the language. by its original <laughs> name, uh, which is the village hall. There we go. There you go. Is that, is that village a, hall. a definitive answer? Everybody happy in yeah. the room? Yeah, yeah, I think we've got nods of approval there. It's village hall, Peter. Thank you very much indeed. Um, we, we have mentioned the Victorian Society, which of course this afternoon has played a huge part in uh, helping promote and, and keep this building as it is. Um, for those of people listening who may be interested in the Victorian Society, do you welcome all members? Um, well, we've got 300 and something, but yeah, we're quite happy to take it up to 1,000. So if anybody wants to get in touch, um, they could ring my number at home. Uh, I'm the only Peter Kelly in the phone book. There's lots of P. Kellys, but I'm the only Peter Kelly. 
Wonderful. So very easy to find. Might come back and speak to you. And we're talking in a about moment. members as well, Beth. You've got members of the Victorian Society. There's also, of course, the committee here as well, uh, which we've been hearing about the sterling work being done by the committee. And I suppose as the work continues, there's always need for, I suppose, fresh blood to come in quite often. There is. Well, I, I think we may have said before that certainly Joan, Elaine, and I have been on the committee 25 years next year. Uh, at some point, we will need to step down and we're looking for some people to join us. Uh, You're good for another 25 years, aren't you? Or well, <laughs> yes, well, we, we would be, I'm sure, yes. <laughs> no, we, we do need somebody to come along and join us. Somebody who, you know, wants to take more of an interest in the hall and take part in looking after it, really. Yeah. And joking aside, that is the thing, isn't it? You always need to get fresh blood coming through. And yes. that you, again, people yes. with enthusiasm, people who yeah. want to give up their time to help and keep it sort of rolling onward for the, yeah. for the future I generations. Mean, it's been great fun in the past. And everybody that's been on the committee will tell you, and anybody who's attended any of the events we've had in the hall, it's been great fun putting them on and enjoying the evenings. You know, Wendy McDowell was here before. She put fantastic music on for us. And we've made a lot of money out of those events. But we just need fresh blood, as you say, to come along. So anybody who's out there listening who feels they might be interested in, you know, being something to do with a place like this, please get in touch. And, and what's the best way to do that? Um, well, you can contact Elaine and I. Oh, we've got a Facebook page. Um, so that's probably the best and easiest way to do it, I would say. And I'm guessing yeah. there are a wide range of roles because in terms of commitment, it's not necessarily... Well, there is, yeah. You know, unfortunately, it does tend to sort of drift down to one or two people doing a lot of the work. And when you run a building like this, you know, it's not just opening the door and letting people in. You've got health and safety, fire protection, safeguarding of children. You know, all these things need to be looked at as well. So the more people we have... You know, different people could take on different aspects of the role. Yeah, so that's what we that's what we need. So a range of skills that's required. Yes. Yeah. 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 And you were mentioning just saying uh, you were mentioning some um, marvellous nights. Anyone got any particular nights or events they remember during the years over the hall? Anything that stands out in the mind? You think you know, gosh. The one we had. Yes, the, that was the our last big the fundraiser. Very last one that we mm. had. It was a Christmas one. And yes. Peter had decorated the the back of the stage and everywhere. It was lovely, wasn't it? Mm. And, and Wendy Jackie did. And Wendy did. And sort of Jackie Black's yes. children did singing, yeah. um, and it was it was really marvellous. Yeah. I mean, we did a sort of Victorian themed stage set, and we didn't really know, but they. We're rehearsing something to, to do with um, Christmas Carol, you know, Jane, uh, Charles Dickens. Mm -hmm. So it just it was, perfect. was absolutely perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it was a really was wonderful night. Yeah. And Keith Watson, Chair of Onkin Heritage, who we were talking to a little bit earlier in the programme, um, do you, we asked Peter Kelly uh, if he remembered the first time he came in here. Do you remember your first time? I don't actually remember the first time, no. Um, because I'm not born and bred in Onken, I'm from over the bridge. In Are you Conway. allowed to say oh, that in here? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's I think it's fairly well known. Um, yeah. So uh, I married um, a, a girl who'd been an Onken girl and came to live in the village. So uh, probably joining a society. I know I joined um, the Onken Men's Fellowship, and we actually met in this room. Um, so yes, I've seen a big difference in the the standard of this room here, particularly. Uh, that no longer functions anymore. The um, men's fellowship but uh, yeah I don't know I, probably that I suppose was my first time unless it was just a, a random concert or something that we came to 
But it clearly, to everybody that we've spoken to, young and slightly older today, it holds such a special place in people's hearts. Yes, it's iconic, isn't it? You know, whether you're outside looking at it or inside looking up at it, you know, the, the ceiling in there, the, the artwork, the architecture is fantastic. It's individual. Um, it's not replicated anywhere else on the island, is it? It's got a style all of its own. And in terms of Onkin heritage, we were talking about you know, the importance of members, but people who are interested in history and heritage, how can they get involved with you? Right. Um, probably the easiest way, like Peter said before, is Facebook these days. Um, I know not everybody does social media, but um, Onkin, Friends of Onkin's Heritage have a Facebook page. Um, otherwise, give me a tinkle at home, 661078. Uh, we're in the phone book. Um, Keith Watterson at Abbeylands, that will find me. That's nice and easy. And I'm just going to cross over back to uh, Peter Kelly for a second, Beth, because we were just talking about the importance of uh, restoration and the work that's been gone, going on here all the time. And uh, I was just going to ask you before we finish, Peter, that is it important or is it difficult when you're doing restoration to do it sensitively and make sure that it's done right in keeping with the building? Uh, yes, it is. And it requires a lot of attention, uh, attention to detail. It requires historical knowledge of what things were and how they were done. Uh, and so in, in this room, everything has just been put back. So although it's a brand new floor, a few years ago, there was actually grass growing here. The old floor had been taken up. The boarding has been um, put back. It was on two walls, but not the four. And the beam up there uh, served a purpose. If you look carefully, there's actually a couple of holes on the underside. When the building opened, this was a dual purpose room and they could divide it. And in fact, one part was the reading room for Onken and the other was the men's um, club. And they had Skittles and Bagatelle. And, and there is a newspaper description of the governor paying a visit. And, and in the reading room, the gentlemen were smoking their pipes and reading their papers. And in the other room, they were using the bagatelle and, and so on. Um, so the beam was left in, and it was left in with the holes. What had happened over the years, it actually put two heating pipes, one either side, and encased it. So you had what appeared to be a massive beam, but in reality, it wasn't. So it's all gone back. The fireplaces have gone back, um, even though Father Christmas can't get can't down, down anymore. But, but they had been messed about. There were those big gas heaters in front of them. So, yeah, as far as possible, everything is as was. Splendid. Do you and know what? So much more. Now, so much more we could talk Beautiful. about. Thank but you. thank you to everybody uh, for making us so welcome here this afternoon. Just want to thank our on site engineer, Matty Cunningham, who's had his tea and biscuits and sitting very quietly in the corner. Alex Brinley pushing the buttons back at Broadcasting well, House. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, Christy D for producing all the social media. There will be a podcast available. You'll be able to find that at maxradio.com, yeah, powered by Miller Chaps of Ramsey. Do you want another biscuit? Uh, yeah, and okay. I haven't finished my tea yet. Oh, and you haven't finished making Drinks stuff with one. your Play-Doh. So uh, we'll head back upstairs and enjoy the rest of our afternoon. You have a great time, whatever you're doing, and we will be back on Monday.